My name is Blake, as Ben introduced me, and uh, I'm one of the pastor elders here at Christ Community. I love, love the vision that he just cast for uh, who we are as a church and, and what we see as our calling, which is to take the gospel to the end of our street, the end of our county, the end of the world, and uh, man, we're on a, on a mission together to do that. So uh, today, and, and every Sunday at Christ Community Church, we love to share stories of how God has changed our lives. Um, man, it's so easy to, to count a lot of different things, but one of the things that we forget to do is to count the change that he's created in our lives. And so we tell stories to remind ourselves of how God is working in our lives all the time. And today, y'all get to hear a, a great one. So Alex, uh, introduce us to who you are. Uh, you got a, a, an amazing shirt yeah, with you. grizzly bears on it, so there's, I, this is going to be good. I told Kenny earlier he complimented my shirt. He said... His wife wouldn't let him wear shirts like this, but um, I think I had, we found this for like $8 yesterday, and it had my name written all over it, so. Perfect. Yeah. So your name is Bear. It could be, I It guess. could be. Yeah. All right. Good, good. Uh, so, yeah, I'm Alex Hagen. I, uh, uh, we moved to Shelby County about six years ago. Uh, my wife and I are both veterinarians, and um, LaGrange was mostly where I grew up. I grew up in Louisville until I was 12, and then... We moved out to Oldham County um, after my dad graduated from college and my mom's parents lived out there. So um, anyhow, yeah, we, this, is, this is pretty much home for me. Um, you know, I was just a county way growing up, um, but uh, uh, we've been living here for six years now. We've got two little girls. We've had two, two kids since we moved here, five and three, and uh, they, they always enjoy their Sundays at church too. Sorry, that was, that was on me. I, I turned my <laughs> mic off. Um, you talked about growing up here, and you've kind of been in the area, and I know from your story that part of growing up for you was being involved with church and, and some religious things. So tell us a little bit about what your upbringing was like spiritually. Yeah, so um, I, I, would not, uh, I would not label my, my home growing up as a Christian home. Um, I think if you asked my... You know, if you ask my mom if she believes, she'd say yes. Um, but you know, I don't. I'm not sure when the last time she's been to church is. And uh, my dad's pretty much kind of agnostic on the issue. Um, but I, I was raised in an awesome home. It's not like I didn't have. I had two awesome parents that loved me. My sister. My parents have been married for almost 37 years. You know, we. I grew up in a great home, so it's not like I was neglected of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we. You know, I would I would say that we were labeled Catholic as kids, um, as a Catholic family. Um, I went to a Catholic school from uh, third grade to seventh grade, um, and I had kind of mentioned to you, you know, in that that time at Catholic school, um, I did. I guess I learned <laughs> I learned a lot more about religion than Christianity for sure. Um, a lot of it was, you know, kind of ritualistic. Um, patterns and habits and things, but um, God was still still called me in from that. Um, even you know, it may not have been very intuitive at the time, uh, but I remember I think it was third or fourth grade. We we were taught by nuns at the Catholic school, as a lot of those mm-hmm. Catholic schools yeah. are. And so she, this particular nun, had said, you know, before you go to bed every night, the the boys should say in our Father, the girl should say Hail Mary, which 
is very Catholic, very, you know, religious thing to do, but it, it's still like, I felt like I was, okay, I should do that. You know, I like have got some sort of responsibility or something to, to do that. So um, that was probably the most, you know, like religious or spiritual thing yeah. that I did for most of my childhood. Um, you know, we would go to church irregularly, um, but we went occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, from a very early age, you were exposed to a lot of religious things and, and you've already hinted it a couple times that they were religious, but, but they weren't Christian. They weren't involved in me following Christ. And, um, and so before we go any further in our story, that obviously has a, like, there's a big distinction for you in those two things. How would you describe, what's the difference between being religious and, and being a Christian? Yeah, I mean, and, and I think you can be religious about anything. Um, sure. You know, my, my religion uh, in high school primarily was running. I, I ran cross country and track, and I loved it. Um, but God came to me in those things. He, he came to me, and he met me in those, in those passions that I had, and can definitely see that he gave me those passions for a reason. So, um, you know, I, high school, it was, you know, these things were still religion to me, but they slowly did become spiritual. It became, mm -hmm. um, it became Christianity and what it's supposed to be. Uh, my best friend that I met through cross country and track, uh, his parents were Christian and they, you know, they were here for my baptism a couple years ago. And, um, you know, they were, they meant a lot to me, that house, um, and I spent a lot of time with him. We were together multiple days a week. He was an only child. His mom couldn't have more kids, so they, they took me in like a son. Hmm. Um, and so anyway, I, I started going to youth group with him in high school. Um, and there, Mel, the, the youth minister there, was just, uh, he was awesome. Just open arms all the time. You know, um, any questions I had, he was ready to jump on those questions and, and answer them. Um, and, um, you know, he knew I wasn't from a Christian home. It didn't, did not matter to him. He was, you know, and that was, that's sort of a, a persona of, of Christianity that I've tried to adopt as well, that I learned from him is just, you know, it doesn't matter if this person hasn't been to church in two weeks or a year or whatever, like he had the same face for me every time I came, he was happy to see me. And I, I you know, definitely feel like that's a reflection of Christ. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, that I would say in, in high school is when it really went from religion to spiritual for me. To a relationship, yeah. yeah. Man, I love how uh, in your story you talk about, you know, so often, uh, we can. I love what you said, we can make anything religious. Mm -hmm. uh, but what's awesome about Jesus is that Jesus meets us in those places and calls us out of those places, right? Yeah. Like yeah. He wants a relationship with us. Uh, it's it's not about our relationship to any of these things that are or passion areas or things. It's about our relationship with Him inside of those things. And so you you're able to look back through your story and kind of see people that God sent and placed in your life in all these passion areas that was calling you out of those things and and drawing you to Himself. And so um, tell us about what that looks like for you today. Like how what does it mean for you today, Alex, to be a Christ follower? Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I think the biggest thing that, that God keeps speaking to me about, and, you know, God speaking to me, that was something else I had to learn about. You know, it's like, I was, I think you hear it as a kid, and you're like, I'm not hearing God talk to me, you know. But sure. um, things that I, I feel God give me a piece about that he definitely says, like, look, this is, 
this is what should be important. Um, this, is, this is where you need to focus your time, your energy, you know, this is what you should invest in. And for me, that's family because um, I didn't, you know, I didn't have that, that um, you know, father figure in the home that made, you know, that um, I guess had the, the Christian habits that we're supposed to have that are, that are habits, but still more than habits. So I'm trying to be, trying to allow God to use me mm. to be that Christian father, that Christian mm. husband that I know he wants me to be you know, to fulfill those things. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I um, you had asked me, um, a question about, you know, what does that, what does that look like? Um, and I think the other important thing about, about my story in that is that, you know, even though I didn't grow up in a Christian home, I, my parents raised me to be an independent thinker. And, uh, that has led me closer to Christ. You, just through that because I've always had to, my dad was like, Hey, just don't do it. Cause other people are doing it, you know, mm. discover it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so the more I've, more I've dug in, the more I've explored the truth in Christianity, the more I certainly understand that it takes more faith not to believe than it does to believe. Mm. Um, wow. and you know, not just from a, not just from like a historical standpoint, cause you could, you know, certainly read plenty of apologetic books that convince you that way, but in life experiences, to know where God is and to know what, what God is in in those experiences. Yeah. Um, that's so cool, and that's a, a powerful statement. It takes, it takes more to not believe than to believe. So last question I would have for you, uh, based upon a statement you made uh, earlier in a conversation, you, um, you said to me that you know, early on, earlier on in life uh, you were giving certain parts of your life to God, but, but not a lot of it, not all of it. So... What do you mean by that? And, and as much as you can, how have you learned over time? Because the Christian journey, right, it's, it's, a, it's a lifelong journey. We, like, we never get there. Yeah. We're never perfect. Yeah. So we're always learning how to give those things over to him. So what have you learned about continuing to sacrifice and die to yourself in that? Yeah, I, I mean, in the, I would say in the beginning, like in undergraduate years, was probably the first time I, I would read my Bible before class. You know, I would but I was pretty much just giving him my mornings and occasionally giving him Sundays, you know. Um, I wasn't giving him, I wasn't giving God authority in my relationships. I wasn't giving God authority with, you know, daily life choices, um, you know. And, and so that was something that um, the more, um, you know, the more I walk with Christ, the more I realize the more I allow him to be the deciding factor, mm. um, the better those things turn out. Mm. Uh, the more joy we, we feel in those things as a family when we make those choices together. Uh, and it's, quite honestly, it's easier. I mean, my wife and I have gone over it a million times with you know, our choice to move to Shelbyville. Um, you know, and um, the house that we, that we picked, you know, really was, um, it's so clearly laid out by God. Like, mm. he's like, here's where you need to be. And yep. this is the job you need to be at. And, you know, and, and that led us to Christ community as well. Um, like, we, we love this church for a lot of reasons. One of the big ones is love Shelbyville Day. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it, you know, practicing how to be that Christian father, that Christian husband with my children, love Shelbyville make, Day makes it easy. Yeah. You know, I can show my kids, like, hey, look, this is, this is part of how we walk with Christ. Mm, that's um, good. It's awesome. Well, uh, Alex, I just want to affirm what the Lord is doing in your life, and uh, I'm so grateful 
for somebody who is willing to keep asking the question, Lord, what do you want from me? How do I keep laying myself down? Because I think it's so easy for so many of us to, to feel like we've done enough or we've gotten there or we've achieved whatever we need to achieve. We're saved, we're good, and for you to, to continue to walk with him uh, has been a really inspiring thing. And uh, uh, I would also say this to all you guys out there, uh, Thursday mornings, right? Yeah. Is that still yeah, a thing? Yeah, Thursday mornings is 6.30. Starbucks at Kroger is typically where we meet. Um, small group of us, but um, you know, it's something I didn't really get to. That is definitely a big part of my testimony is men's Bible studies. Yeah. Uh, that started for me in vet school and um, has, you know, that was the first thing that, you know, grabbed me, that kind of drug me into it, and where God really got a hold of me was in those men's Bible study groups. Yeah. So um, I started that along with Kenny and, and um, uh, Dusty McClanahan and, and Jesse uh, Borden, and, and it, you know, it's a small group, but it doesn't have to be small, yeah. um, or, or, you know, certainly we can help entertain I mean, who doesn't want to drink people. coffee with a guy that wears a shirt with bears right. on it? Yeah. I mean... I want to. I want to come now just because you wore a shirt with bears. On. <laughs> Thanks. So. Kenny's pretty entertaining too. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, hey, um, Alex, I want to pray for you, and um, as we continue in our worship, I want to. I want to pray for each of us because, uh, you know, just like Alex tells his story, and he's able to look back at people and moments and times where the Lord was calling him into something more. This morning may be one of those points in time for you. Uh, where the Lord is going to use uh, Alex's story, uh, the words that we sing this morning, uh, the scripture that we read, to call you into something more, to ask you to lay something down, uh, or maybe for the very first time to trust him with your life. And, uh, and so we don't want to minimize that this is just another rainy Sunday morning. This is a, this is a moment where we're gathered together in the presence of God and, and inviting him into our lives. So uh, as the band comes back up, I want to pray for you and pray for our continued time in worship. This morning. So would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we, uh, we come to you on this rainy Sunday morning uh, grateful for so many things. And uh, as we continue to, to sing to you today, to, to pray, to read scripture, uh, to just consider where we are in, in relationship with you, Father, I pray that you would send your spirit to lead us, to guide us, to convict us of the truth to remind us of your grace. I thank you for how you're living that out and, and working that out in Alex's life. And so I pray that uh, just as he uh, has expressed his desire to be uh, a godly husband and a godly father who uh, leads his family in, in, in following Christ, God, I pray that you would give him the strength and the courage and the boldness to continue to do that. God, I pray that you would remind him, even in this moment, of his need for grace and, and how much grace you've already given to him. And so, God, we, uh, we are so grateful for who he is and uh, because of who he is in Christ. And, uh, Father, we pray that you would continue to transform him and each of us as we worship you this morning. We pray in Jesus' name.